What's going on, Drinking Boys? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But would you know what we gotta do first? We gotta talk about things that generate a little revenue here for the podcast. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the Patreon. That's right. In September, I launched a Patreon. It's home to a bunch of exclusive content that is not just a Now We Drink content. It's gaming content, weird little amusing videos I make, all sorts of fun stuff. Check that out at patreon.com slash Slayer. That is really the primary place that is generating revenue for the show right now. I'm in between ad agents. I'm in between advertisers. So the Patreon is helping out a fucking ton. You can sign up to the Patreon for as little as $3 a month, which is less than... 10 cents a day. If you are enjoying this show, please consider subscribing. It's less than 10 cents a day to just support the show. Obviously at higher tiers, there is a lot more stuff. Even your $3 a month fucking helps. So check that out at patreon.com slash Slayer. Also, we are brought to you by the Twitch stream. The Twitch stream. Been doing that for almost two years now. Holy fuck. I started in the pandemic. One of my first subscribers Resubscribe for 20 months this month. Like, I'm in the Twitch streamer for fucking 20 months. Come check me out at twitch.tv slash Slayer. I'm gaming all the time, playing some Apex Legends. We do a community game night on Thursdays for Goose Goose Duck, which is an amazing Among Us clone. If you're listening to this on Thursday, come check it out at 7 p.m. PST on the Twitch channel. And if you got Amazon Prime, do me a favor, throw me that Prime sub. It is free, costs you nothing, just a little bit of your time. But come hang out on Twitch. Also, also, also... I always forget to plug this, but there is a YouTube channel for this show if you're listening on audio. And at the behest of a bunch of people, the video versions censored are moving over to YouTube. I know Patreon was going to be the new home for the video versions, but I talked it over with the patrons. I talked it over with some people I'm working with to up our visibility around here. Slowly but surely, all the video versions will be moved over to YouTube. Right this second... The only place to see all the video versions is Patreon. But eventually, you know, all the video versions will be censored and put on YouTube. So check that out at youtube.com slash and now we drink. Once again, that is youtube.com slash and now we drink. We are past the me horribly marketing to you portion. Oh, actually, we're not. Because if you go to the Patreon, there is ad-free audio. Just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. My guest this week is comedian Jeff Leach. You may know Jeff as the voice of Ghost from Call of Duty. He's a hilarious stand-up, nationally touring comedian, actor, dude I play D&D with. So this, this episode definitely goes from serious talking points about Jeff's recent, quote, cancellation to us being really fucking silly and back to some serious topics. Always fun to sit down with Jeff. We'll have him on the show again. Hopefully this time with a little more time to kill. Jeff had a hard out. That's why the episode is so short. Do what you gotta do sometimes. So sit back, relax. Pop a cold one and enjoy drinking buddies. rush for fucking time ah uh, sorry audience this is gonna be a short one because me and jeff have been bullshitting off air mic for like an hour and a half because we're bad at podcasting for two people who podcast wow i mean there's even more of a 
a reason, and that's because we actually did this podcast last week. We did. And I talked for about an hour and a half with you. Um, but then I realized that I'd, I'd smoked a, uh, maybe an untoward amount of marijuana beforehand and just said some weird, dumb shit. <laughs> Not dumb, but just like stuff weirdly and too high. I know. I know. Oh. So being a good friend, you went, all right, let me just let me just run this by him. And I was like, yeah, I can't say some of that shit. Yeah, in the long storied history of the show, you are not the first or last guest to have that happen. Yeah, and I definitely won't be the last, of course. Um, look at your buffalo, your buffalo trace. Your buffalo trace here. Yeah, we got a whole handle of buffalo trace tonight for just me because Jeff doesn't drink. Yeah, I know. I'm a boring alcoholic, so I don't drink any alcohol anymore. But I do smoke marijuana, clearly, but not tonight. I know. Taking it easy tonight. Being Clear-headed being, Jeff Leach. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever encountered you perfectly sober. Really? Oh, wow. Because I always smoke a little weed because we play D&D together. Yeah. We're nerds, ladies and gentlemen. And we play um, Dungeons and Dragons together every Tuesday evening. We do. We have a lot of fun. And uh, Matt is very good at it. And I am average at it. <laughs> but I also like to smoke weed in the evenings after I'm done with my working day. It's a nice way for me to unwind. I find it has medicinal properties. I think it makes me feel a lot better. It removes a lot of my depression and anxiety. Blah, 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 blah. And relaxes me of an evening. But D&D is normally an evening I get very relaxed. So I smoke a couple of... Cutler. Jeff has definitely fallen asleep on camera on Zoom a couple times. A couple? More times than not, I feel like at this point. No, no you've been good as of late. When we first started playing a year ago, or well, oh, at least yeah, when I first joined the group yeah. a year ago, like every time, like 10 p.m., Jeff's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I would literally fall asleep at the PC. But also, I was like doing 14 hour days. I was doing 12 hour streams a lot, like regularly in the daytimes. And then I was doing work in the morning, working out with a personal trainer every morning. And then in the evening, trying to, you know, have a life with my girlfriend and things like that. And then play DD. And it, yeah, it was too much. So yeah. it just killed me. Uh, it was hilarious. The one time we hung out, like during the pandemic, you fell asleep on my couch at 10 o'clock, too. Yes facts yeah 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 i do a lot of falling asleep i am i'm a guy who likes to go to a house party smoke a joint and then if i go all right this is cool i feel safe here i just fall asleep on a couch i don't care and when i was younger it's such an antithesis to me as a young man because i hated falling asleep because you always worried someone's gonna fuck you up when oh you yeah 100 <clears throat> but if someone did that to me now if someone fucked me up while i was asleep now i probably wouldn't get like aggressive but i just go oh i'm that's me done i'm done ever being that person's friend if someone fucked with me while i was asleep that's the difference between like being a young dude and being an old dude like if someone fucked with you while you're asleep now like in our age range they'd be the asshole they wouldn't be the guy that like everyone be like ah look at jeff they'd be like what the fuck dude what are you doing absolutely and also i feel like um you know we value our sleep more as we get older so now when i fall asleep at people's houses or house parties generally i wake up and someone's put a blanket over me you know what I mean? Kick my shoes off. Maybe slip my, my little tootsies up on the settee. Whereas back in the day, you'd wake up and find out someone drawing a dick on your forehead. Or you miss an eyebrow. You miss an eyebrow. <laughs> or someone's covered you in all sorts of shit. Like some kind of giant, um, you know, what was that game? Uh, uh, buckaroo. A giant <laughs> human buckaroo. But you know, I miss those days. I miss the, the crazy 20s where you used to get fucked up and pass out at parties and wake up with, you know, a dildo gaffer tape to your forehead. Sometimes I miss those days. Do you miss being in your 20s? Yes and no. Uh, I definitely miss how my body felt in the tw- in my 20s. Like, 
That makes I, sense. Yeah. I miss that shit a ton. Uh, my bet, my body's probably in better shape now in my thirties than it was in my twenties though. See, in my twenties, I was Early doing twenties. Obviously I was fit, but late twenties. Nah, I just, uh, so, I, I kind of went downhill in the late twenties, but like, my early to mid twenties, when I was doing like physical fucking labor every day. Yeah, when was the peak physical form of Matt? Oh, I'm probably twenty four, twenty five. Ah, oh, what'd you look like then? Like a Greek god, I bet. Eh. Strong beard, chest. No, no, no beard at that point. Just goatee. Goatee. Yep. Oh, I'm glad I didn't know you then, mate. I would have cussed you the fuck out. <laughs> <clears throat> no, never is the goatee all right. Not even in that period of history. Hey. The, the job I was working at the time, you weren't allowed to grow a beard. It was against policy. Really? Yeah. Was that the security job? Yeah, that was the security job. So we were just talking about this. Um, first of all, you, 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 you don't introduce your guests. You don't tell, don't tell, tell them. I do all that shit now. in post. Oh, of course you do. Because I've heard it at the beginning of the opera. I was like, maybe you just stop doing that now. Maybe we just hard. No, no. I, it's something I learned from other podcasters, uh, as much as I guess it might be a bad name these days. Something I picked up from listening to Chris Hardwick. He's like, People tend to put up their fucking walls when you're like, oh, we're starting the interview now. Yeah, and you go like, yeah, especially when you go, okay, you can catch him as blah, blah, blah on this. Or you may have seen him on this TV show. He's also in this video, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then people go, ha-ha, performance. Right. Whereas this way, we just slip straight into the conversation. Straight into it. And, you and actually, know. Adam Buxton does that, and I really love his podcast. He's a great, funny guy, and he has some wonderful guests on there. And he does the same thing, I guess. He he does like an a, after the fact. He will listen back to it write like a couple of notes of the things they talk about and then he redoes his intro where he's walking his dog he goes and walks his dog in the in the in a fields near his house and he takes a little outside recorder with him and he just goes right here i am walking rosy dog and today's episode is going to be with this person and it's really lovely it's quite nice actually you feel like you're part of it and you're like reliving the experience with him so yeah gg's you what are you going to say in the beginning though that's what i want to know we'll see what we talk about what are you going to say like definitely he's copying Big fucking giant five head. It's uh master of no trades, jack of many. It's got like, you know, a bit of a limp at the moment. It's damaged his ankle. See, you this know? is exactly why I didn't do your intro, so you don't write it for me. Yeah. Loves a bit of Stark's hot chicken. Love a little takeout. Okay. You should just say when Jeff was in the hallway on the way to the podcast, he was just kinda like you know, here, chill. And the minute I'm like, oh, we're ordering Starks. He lit up my like, face. Fucking Christmas. This is, a, this is a little independent fried chicken spot, Korean fried chicken spot, um, near to this location where I used to live near here as well. And now I live in a different place in Los Angeles and I can't get Stark's hot chicken delivered out there. And it kills me because I used to eat that shit. But you know what? Now I'm just eating it. Was it really tasty? Yes. yes. Is it as mind-bendingly incredible as I remember? No. Because you're sober. Two reasons. One, because I haven't smoked weed. Yeah. And two, because I haven't eaten it for a long time. And actually, I don't really eat fried chicken as much now because I was getting a bit unhealthy, you know? So I stopped doing that. And I've been eating uh, delicious leftover Thanksgiving food for the last few days. So I've had real home-cooked foods. So now eating a dirty bit of fried chicken. Is it tasty? Yeah. But is it like mind-blowing? Now nah, you need to be a little fucked up. Either drunk, high, or depressed. <laughs> To really have that chicken slap. Or some combination thereof. Yeah, a little bit depressed, a little high. Or actually, when I'm high, I'm not depressed. But a little high, no way. Whatever the other one was, drunk and depressed. High and drunk, great. Depressed and high, probably not going to happen. And you might just sleep it off at that point. Sleep it off. Just sleep, sleep the depression away. 
bro, I don't think I've ever slept away a bit of depression. Normally I go to bed and then wake up and go, oh, I think I'll never leave this place. Do you get depressed much? It, it definitely happens. It definitely happens at times. Do you think you suffer from, um, uh, like, you know. Um, hereditary depression? Well, either hereditary or clinical depression, or do you think you um, are just occasionally depressed? I should be a lot more chemically unstable than I am. Both my parents were medicated for their fucking depression. Really? Yep. Huh. I'm glad you're not. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Maybe you're just living a happier life than they did. Mm, I, I think it was chemical for both of them. Like, I think it was... Oh, they had just mental health issues. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. I have a chemical imbalance in my brain. So, And my dad has that as well. So I think you're going to be shit-faced by the end of this, aren't you? You're going to get into it. <gasps> We're going to be cracking out the moonshine again. Maybe. And burn your soul out of your body. Oh, that's long gone. How do you think I got all this podcast equipment? I sold it for a fucking board and some cameras. Love that. That's what you got to do. Who did you sell your soul to, or who would you sell your soul to if you actually own one? I mean, I already sold it. I can't resell it. Right. Well, who'd you sell it to? I don't even catch the guy's name. It was just like, here's the gear. I'm fucking like, fucking devil, isn't it? That's the devil coming to you in a different disguise. There he is, riding away on a motorcycle. Heard me talking about him. Shocking. He's like, oh, well. I mean, I don't want it back. It fucking weighed me down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Is that window open? No. Oh, it's not. Okay, it has been closed up. Um, well, yeah, yes. I've done this once or twice. I know, I was just double-checking. I was just double-checking. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, depression, man. Isn't it a funny thing? Because, like, COVID has been a, I imagine, quite a depressive period for a lot of people. But we've all found interesting ways to get through that. But now that we're not yet quite out of it, but kind of are, but kind of not. But we're kind super of not. No, I know we're super not, but people... Are, people are just fucking acting like we we're are. We're just kind of going like, fuck it. Like, even me and you, we're sitting here like we're quite brazenly and cheerfully just sitting across from each other, less than six foot, talking away. You know, but you're vaxxed, I'm vaxxed, so we hope that that's enough. Yeah, I had two negative tests last week. Oh, so. really? Yep. Why did you have so many tests last week? What were you doing? Shooting I had, a porn shoot? Nah, no porn shoot. Like, I had a sore throat, and I'm just like... Better safe than fucking sorry. Have you ever been a stunt dick or have you only ever been crew? Only been crew. Never had any desire to be male talent. If someone said to you, hey, um, there's going to be this scene and we're going to have this actress and there's a we're going to have a group of guys all jerking off and they will just come on a, would you go? No, no. I actually specifically turned that down. Would you do it? I mean, oh, no, absolutely I not. I mean, before uh, your infamy, before your girlfriend. No, no, no. I wouldn't want to appear in any kind of mainstream pornographic material. I, I don't mind voyeurism. I'm very into that. But anything that I am recording on has always been either personally for me and my partner, you know, or whatever. See, I've never even done that. I really never filmed yourself having sex? Nope. I like getting those angles, bro. Sometimes it's fun to get those angles you can't get from your own face. That's why a mirrored wall is an important addition to any good bedroom. So I've actually been talking about this on some other podcasts recently. Mm. The girl I was most recently hooking up with had mirrored walls on like her closets. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to do standing doggy in front of them. That was a mistake. Because then you have to look at your own face. Well, not even a mistake. Like your gut. My, my gut hanging over her ass. I'm like, kind of like, well, this is not what I envisioned when I decided I wanted to do this. Did you, uh, did you hoik? Did you hoik it up and lay it on a on her on her buttocks on the back of her? I mean, it's just kind of how it naturally falls. I'm not trying to knock her out with my gut, man. I'm not that fat. You don't. You don't go. Oh, hang on a sec. Can you hold this for and just pop it on there? And then no, 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 no. Really go ham. But it was still like, yeah. The, this Girls is, like a little bit of a belly, man. I mean, look, you're a bigger guy, all right? You, you, we, 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 you know, we do a bit of drinking, a little bit of stark seating over here. But you're not a huge dude. You're not, you're not morbidly obese or anything like that. 
By clinical terms, I technically am. Are you really? Yeah, but it doesn't take much BMI to fucking be morbidly obese. Wow, I'm surprised by that. Um, but you're also like a big lad. You did a lot of big, like big laddie jobs in, back in the day. So you probably have like some muscle definition on there. Um, yeah, a little bit. Have you, um, have you ever been thin? Yeah. No, I was a skinny kid. Really? Yeah. And, and then what was the change? Uh, getting no, not getting uh, not alcohol. I was actually just about to pour myself more. I got a job when I was fucking twelve. First and foremost, the first change came out when I was working as an IT, like working. The first what came out? The first change came when I was working like okay. computer jobs. I was working a mom and pop computer shop that shared a strip mall with a Domino's Pizza, and they gave us the employee discount. On ordering pizza. So fast food has been your downfall. You're like most Americans. Well, yeah. Soda, it, soda pop, and fast food. Well, soda, fast food, also being able to get fast food that was deeply discounted when I was at a point in my life where I was fucking That's broke. why fast food is cheaper than healthy food. Well, and... Because they go, you go, eat this shit. Although, actually, ironically, if you go to a supermarket and buy yourself healthy shit and cook it up, it'll be more flavorsome and it'll be less priced. But that's work. Right. That's work, especially for a 17, 18-year-old kid. It yeah. was just like, oh, shit, I can get a fucking Domino's pizza for the employee rate? Right. And I could just walk over there? And fold it in half and just put it in my face. Just fucking face fuck it. Well, and at that point, I also smoked like a goddamn chimney. Nice. Weed or cigarettes? Cigarettes. Oh, not nice. Yeah, pack, pack and a half day habit. I used to do that. Marlboro Reds. I was a skateboarder, and I used to work in a skateboard shop called Boondocks in Harrow. And I used to smoke 20 Marlboro Reds, sorry, 40 Marlboro Reds a day, two packs of Marlboro Reds a day. I th just to show off for the most part just to look like i was a badass cowboy god knows what i did to my body eh, don't worry i got rid of the shit years really the ones at the end and then i used to drink a lot of um i remember my childhood was very cheap we used to get fucked up cheap you know so lambrini was the drink and it was this really sugary it meant to be a sort of fizzy wine but it, it really isn't it's just like the cheapest sugariest fucking alcoholized trash liquid and uh yeah we used to get like a few two liter bottles of that because they were like one one dollar 99 one pound 99 for a two liter and we used to get cider that cost even less than that that was like a two liter bottle for like a buck or something it was crazy how hard was it to get underage alcohol in the uk easy mate easy first of all i'm a tall chap i'm six foot four so even when I was a kid, I was tall and lanky. So you just get a fake ID out the back of an FHM magazine. You know, like maybe they had them in Playboys over here. But at the back of the mag, they had like these, get yourself an ID, a college ID, replace college IDs, get yourself a... So you'd order one of those packs, they send it to you, and you can like basically laminate yourself, and you kind of write your information in, get a, a police, you know, a little a passport photo, and you put like college ID or whatever, international college ID or whatever, and it would close it up. And then fucking get all the air bubbles out of it. You have to be real careful. You have to pretend like you're a counterfeiter when you did it. You felt like a counterfeiter. Age of 15 years of age. Trying to get myself an ID that says I'm 18 so I can go and buy alcohol. But yeah, it worked. And then also I used to go to a cricket club, which sounds very bougie. But actually it was very rough. All the, all the guys from the local estates, which what you would call... Um, Housing projects. Yeah, projects. Yeah, from the projects. They all used to drink there and sell stolen car radios in the, in the pub at, at the cricket club. So it was really just a members bar, but the membership was like 10 bucks a year. And it was a place where you could drink beer even cheaper than a normal pub. So you had all the guys from the local estate. And I used to go down there and play pool with these guys and drink red squares, you know, Red Bull vodka, red squares and blue. What was that fucking blue drink? Oh my God. Some horrendous alcohols. 
and put away my body weight. And then we would go and eat curries and then vomit. Every weekend, that was a ritual. I'm not even joking. We would vomit to the point where we'd make jokes about vomit. We were like, one of us would like get a bit ill and vomit. And then the other one would be like, oh my God, you can set me off. And then I'd vomit. And then we'd look at our vomits over the next week's walking. So every time we're going around to the shots, we go, oh my God, look, that's weird. That's still there, that fucking chicken korma puke from last weekend. Disgusting. This is suburb shit. Suburbs of a city, you know? And I have similar experiences here in the States. I Drinking in high school, I had a buddy who like, we used to say it's not a party until Kevin pukes. Like there you go, and that's true because Kevin had to puke. At work, he had right? to. He had to. He if he had... didn't, people would make him puke. Oh, we would. We yeah. would stick your fingers down his throat. No, no, no. It'll just keep feeding dick down his throat. Essentially, with only. consent. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. No, no. We just keep feeding him booze until the job was done. Nice. And so, so in basically, the States, just poisoning your friends. Yeah, it's amazing yeah. how shit that we uh, consider now. 2021, I feel like there's be major outroar for a huge amount of what we used to just think was normal interactions as a kid. But then other stuff that isn't thought of as like the worst thing in the world is what stuff that we would morally and ethically find an issue with. For instance, getting your friend shit-faced and puking up and pissing on their leg when you're drunk or drawing a cock on their face or, or fucking having a little bust up with one of your boys and having a little fisty cuffs in the backyard. All of that stuff was part and parcel of being a youngster. Now, be like, you insulted me, I'm calling the police, or you, you fucking hurt my feelings and that's really bad for me because of this. Like that stuff is all a big drama. But now if you go on the internet and troll someone relentlessly or tell them to kill themselves, you go, no, it's just, just normal internet behavior, bro. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Stop being a cut pussy lip tight. Honestly, I think that is one of the problems with society today is not enough people have fear of being punched in the face in real life. And that's what it is. That's literally the reason. So you have a generation now who are hiding behind online handles. Don't put much stock in words, really, um, unless they want to jump on their high horse and go, those words hurt me. And we see that in comedy all the time, you know. Those well, words hurt me. Well, it's the hypocrisy of it. You choose to watch those words. So yeah. You hurt yourself, motherfucker. Like, those words weren't designed with specifically hurting you in, in, in mind. Now, I don't really do divisive comedy, so I don't, I'm not on the receiving end of that kind of outroar. But I definitely have been, in terms of my live broadcasting, you know, calling a troll a cunt and having a horrendous experience off the back of that, you know, some nasty uh, content creators who I had personal dealings with in the past, you know, exposed one of them for fraudulently claiming a lot of money for charity that wasn't going to charity, it was going to their for-profit business. And then another one that I refused the advances of, a female that I refused the advances of seven years prior. And um, they sent their communities to troll me. And I responded to one. They clipped it, took it out of context, and then set up a whole fucking defamation of character. Jeff Leach, the sexist. He called this woman a cunt on the internet, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, yeah, but she did tell me to kill myself and that uh, she wished my suicide attempt had been successful over and over again with multiple burner accounts. Like, So at what, at what point? So if I told that story to a grown adult of our age, they would go, oh, yeah, that's fucking awful. Yeah. And yeah, that person sounds like, excuse my language, but a cunt. Oh my god, I'm so offended, Jeff. I know. Oh, you said cunt on this show. I'm, well, ah. I said a number of other vitriolic things. I did cuss her out and, you know, insult As her, you should have. Her looks and the blah, blah. I don't even know really what she looked like. I just said, hey, fat, ugly bitch, can't get any dick, blah, blah, blah. I said nasty things. But the context, I think, of that situation is very important. Um, but what I'm learning now, and this I, is why I'm, we redid this podcast. I'm really curious, though, before you continue with the story, what is the worst thing you've ever said to somebody on the internet? Um... I mean, probably all that stuff, really. I don't really, I don't really, I don't really go violent, like angry and vitriolic on, on 
trolls normally. I will normally mock them relentlessly like I do as a stand-up comedian, whether I'm on stage or not. As you should. So, yeah, it's like a heckle and a heckle comeback. So, you know, I'll find something about them and I'll go, oh, you're cussing me out because of this, you know. And I'll go, oh, great. Let's have a quick look at your profile picture. Oh, boom, look at this, this fucking lonely father of none. No wonder you're such a fucking champion trolling me on the internet. I can tell you got a micro penis just by the fact that your hair's receding so far back. Looks like you've got a fucking seven head, mate. And I should know because I've got a five head. How fucking dare you come into my community and cuss me out? What are you doing with your life, Paul? Let me see. Oh, <laughs> unemployed currently. Get a fucking job, you piece of shit. And I will go off like that. And that's just me roasting a troll, right? Um, I've never had an issue with it when it was men. And the only time I've ever had an issue is the one time I cussed out a woman who was a staff member of one of these content creators, you know, literally sent there to do this, to troll me and record it live. So anyway, so I've experienced that over the last year. That's made me very question very much um, who the fuck is in charge of our industry, the entertainment industry? Because um, people are so selective. I think it's it's all now, it's all tied to advertising revenue maybe. 100% it is. Um, and it's also tied to selective outrage based on people's fears and embarrassments. So for instance, these people... I know why I'm such an easy target and why I'm such an obvious target because I represent a lot of things that they can't ever be and wish they could. Socially confident, uh, multifaceted in my talents. Um, six foot four. Six foot four, not looking like a terrible piece of shit. You know, I, I look all right. Uh, uh, I'm a fucking, I'm an LA6. I, mean, uh, <laughs> I, I may have to cut the video feed. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, just, yeah. Just, I'm an LA6, man. Depending, <laughs> look, it's all subjective. I'm sure some people think I'm gorgeous and some think I'm ugly. But, you know, socially, by social standards, I'm an average-looking guy, you know, above-average-looking guy, whatever. Um, and then blah, 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 blah. So then when you add into that mix a bunch of fucking angry little incel boys or grown-ass men who fucking hate the world and shout racist slurs down death comms in Call of Duty or some uh, 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 gender non-binary now, I believe, um, previously female um, woman who changed her her um her, her her gender after she was outed for using homophobic slurs on her streams you know it's like when you get that person who lives off drama content and you look at those situations you go well of course these people are going to hate me and of course these people are going to go that's my target that's the next person i want to fucking go after fortunately there's enough people on the internet who i think are balanced to go nah that's bullshit so it wasn't the end of the world but it has made me question whether entertainment is um, the kind of industry that anyone should be involved in because it's fucking bullshit. It's vacuous. It's shallow. It's built on ego and uh, ass-kissing and two-faced behavior. And the few people who are true auteurs, true artists, true savants, and also balanced morally and ethically on-point people who are transparent. Neither one of them are at this table. Oh, I'm fucking there, baby. I'm oh, you are not there. balanced, sir. Don't lie to the internet. Well, I am balanced because even in within my um, expression, I know you're joking, but even within my 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 depression, my you know my depression, my uh, suicide attempt many years ago, what I did there is I openly and honestly went and looked at it and went, all right, well, what am I doing or what am I not doing to change this situation? And now that I've conquered those things, I talk about them very readily and very actively on my streams. So mental health advocacy is a big part of my content. So. But then also, if someone acts like a cunt on the internet, I think you should be able to call them a cunt. I agree. If they come to your content, your platform, your stream, your show, your stage, 
your TV show comment section, whatever the fuck it is, if it belongs to your art and they are being hateful on that, you should be able to go, fuck you, you piece of shit. Fuck off and get out of here. Um, I agree, but yeah. a lot of times, I just don't even bother feeding them. Like, because I don't value their opinion nine times out of ten. Sure, but you're also talking from a privileged position where you don't have, on a daily basis, handfuls of people fucking DMing you stupid shit because you've been in please, video games and please, stuff like that. Please, please. Oh, literally, I, dude. I know, I know. Like, oh, fuck you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure, I'm sure it beats you down. I'm sure you, I put you post, had that wall. I put a post up about raising 35 grand for the Equal Justice Initiative, and immediately I get fucking 100 messages from guys with wraparound sunglasses, Confederate flags, and a fucking buck they hunted the week before. Go, who's fucking libtard cut? You know, the equal justice in this dude. Don't do shit. You should, Trump's going to win again, bro. Like, I get shit like that. Or vice versa, because I'm no longer associate myself with being an overt left-wing liberal. I see myself as a moderate who thinks both parties are deeply corrupt and don't give a fuck about the people. I'd love to get onto that in a sec. Um... Because of that, now even the liberal left will look at me and go, oh, well, you know, you make jokes about things that could be triggering for people. I'm like, no, I have intelligent subtext to concepts that push the boundaries of comedy. I don't do things to insult or offend people. It's just, so you get hate, end up getting hatred from everyone. And here's what I've learned. Both of those groups of people are exactly the fucking same. They're lonely, they're insecure, they have nothing going on for themselves, and they really don't have an education. That's the problem. That's the, the, the archetypal problem that we've faced since the dawn of time, so dawn of civilization. People with money and power, of which there are a handful of families all around the world, um, those families that own everything top down in an umbrella fashion, corporate structure all the way to the top, are top 1%. In fact, beyond that, what people would consider as their conspiracy theories, theorists, Illuminati, what I consider the wealthiest families in the world who own everything. You know, Watch that show Succession on HBO right now. That is basically about one of those families owning the media. You know, the fucking Rothschilds, the fucking, uh, you know, the uh, Murdochs, the, the people like this in the world. These arseholes want to maintain power. And the easiest way to maintain power and money and all-encompassing dictatorial puppetry of politics, social ethics, um, uh, uh, the uh, of affordability and availability of any basic human rights to every single person on this planet those people want to control it. The easiest way to do that, they know. Keep people fucking dumb. Dumb and distracted. 75% of the population in this world is not very bright, in my opinion. 75% is not very bright. I'd say there's a good 15% who are bright. There's maybe another, I don't know. But there's also... Another eight percent who I'm gonna, are very bright, and two percent who are fucking brilliant. But I'm going to cut you off there. There's also different types of intelligence. I know plenty of people that are fucking book smart. Mm -hmm. That no, I mean worldly wise. I mean people who are able to see bullshit. Look, all you need to do is go onto Facebook. That right now, any one of your listeners could go onto Facebook and scroll through the suggested videos for you page, and you know what will come up? Infinite and endless amounts of trash videos with. A million, two million, seven million, fifteen million views, fifty thousand comments, and it will be literally five minutes of build up, build up, build up to doing a fucking prank. It's all staged anyway, or it will be some staged video of a Karen shouting at a fucking Antifa shouting at a blah. It's all bullshit. But who are those fucking seven million people who watched it 
And who are the 50,000 who commented or liked on it? Probably about 50% of those Idiots. are fucking bots. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Well, Idiots. Um, We're being con- well, there you go. Proving my point. We are being conditioned well, and- to look at, digest, like, and, and start to um, identify with the most base, pathetic, talentless, devoid of artistry, uh, regressive, racially, sexually, sexu- uh, uh, gender, let me, um, let me stop you for one sec. Let me stop you for one sec. Fucking Jeff. shit. Let me stop you for one sec. Yeah, yeah. Please like and subscribe. Yeah, please do like <coughs> and subscribe. Sorry. But you know what I'm saying? It's just fucking dog shit. So, so that's where we well, live. That, that's why I figured I'd throw in the like and subscribe right now. Definitely yeah. like and subscribe right now. Um, share it with all your friends and... Uh, but you know what I mean. But look, yeah. look we're, well, yeah. But also, we're having a, a, a genuine conversation. I know. Conversation. I just had to. I had to lighten the mood a little. A no, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Oh, is this going to be a pod, co- comedy podcast? Uh, I mean, we are foolishly filed under comedy. What are dicks like, man? What do they smell like? You ever smell another man's dick? I have not smelled another man's dick. Have you ever considered? I've smelled my own enough you ever to be like sucking another man's dick. No, no, never really has come up. See, this is how I do it, chat. I go all the way, viewers, from you know what's the. Uh, the core of the failure of modern society and all into like you ever thought about sucking a dick because i have you know what gets to a point in a man's life where you have enough heartbreak over and over and over and over and over and over and over again where you go you know what i'm just gonna give up just suck a little dick see not a little one i mean like a full-grown dick like i don't size i don't think committing to sucking dick is giving up have you ever had enough bad dates with women you just come can i just what am i gonna Little no, no, I, I've never been there. I did, bro. I, I mean, I, I've had a nice person when I was younger, though. I've had a lot of fucking bad dates. I've had a lot of bad dates. I, but and I also, you've always left those dates going. You know what? There's a woman out there for me. It's gonna be a- no, no. no the, there's just internet pornography. Oh, there you go. So you jerk it? Oh yeah. I mean, everyone does. Whereas I like to internally work it. What? Well, you go home and jerk it instead of thinking, contemplating the idea of sucking a man's penis. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I internally work the idea through and go, maybe I could. Maybe I should. Taste change, you know. When I was seven years old, I hated broccoli, Matt Slayer. Couldn't stand it. Get that green shit away from me. That's what I used to say to my mum. Remove this green shit, mama. That's, I was a very theatrical seven-year-old. Seven <laughs> and then now, nom, 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 nom. I love broccoli. Can't get enough of the green florist. Oh, man. no. I, as, it could be the same with cock. It could, be, it could be the same with cock. In modern society, it'd be amazing to be gay. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah, think about it. Can you imagine how much more successful as uh, a lovemaker I'd be if I could have felt the warm caress of another man's body against me? And then you don't have to worry about fucking spending money on children. I'd let you rest your gut on my ass. <laughs> well, thank you, Jeff. Well, thank you. I'd let you yeah. hike it up there, bro. I'm sorry, man. You know what I, I do? I, I would get Jeff. on all fours and rest a little pillow on the tip of my butt cheeks so you could put it on there so you'd Jeff, be comfortable. Jeff, I appreciate that. You're just too bony for me. Too bony? Yeah, you ain't got enough meat on you. Not on my ass, actually. I need to do some squats, mate. Right. My ass is a white man's ass. Do you know what I mean? A little bit like a couple of pancakes. Sad. A couple of runny eggs sliding off a fucking I mean, that pan. would be real sad doggy style. Just real sad. Ah, oh, can you imagine? You there'd, no, there'd be no slack. It'd be... That's what it sound like. And then, you know, when I blow a load on your back, I don't know which way it's going to go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How do you assume that you do on my back? I'd tell you where to blow your load, bro. Uh-huh. You don't get to decide. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure, of course you would. Oh, my mistake. I was so turned on. I just popped. Sorry, Jeff. There you go. Pull that game. Weak. Then we have a little bum baby. 
I um I don't know, man. Yeah, I would have liked to have been a homosexual man. I think the homosexual men that I know, uh, maybe because they had to go through life being living on the fray of society for many years, learning to overcome ridiculous obstacles to become comfortable in who they are and their sexuality. And normally not even for themselves, normally for all the people around them, whether that be work colleagues or fucking childhood bullies or their parents and family or their siblings or uh, ex-partners or, you know, whatever the fuck it is. Um, yeah, I've always really found the company of gay men fantastic. They always generally seem to be a lot more strong characters. They have to be. They absolutely have to be. And I don't mean by being effeminized or, you know, using effeminate voices or mannerisms yeah. or anything like that. I mean, just like, just flamboyant in kind of just strong characters. I love that about gay men. Uh, I do too. And one of the things that... And I like borrowing hoodies from gay women. So, you know, it's, it works <laughs> out, doesn't it? They love a hoodie, the lesbian community. They love a good hoodie. One thing that has always made me feel good is when a gay man's like, you're looking good tonight. I'm like, I actually am then. If a gay man tells me I'm yeah, looking yeah, yeah. good, like, I don't know. You, you know the real compliment you want to get from a gay man? What's that? <sighs> you smell amazing. Never gotten that one. Nah, and you won't. Because you will never smell as good as a gay man. No. Fragrant motherfuckers, aren't they? Is there a handbook that is handed out? Once you become like, once you glow up as a gay man, I wonder if like, like just, you know, uh, a fucking, uh, a Chanel model just turns up at your doorway like, hi, I heard you just entered the family and just hands you like a little sealed box with a fucking beautiful bow on it. Of course, it's beautifully presented. You open that shower up and inside there's just a kit. Wash with this, moisturize with this, body moisturizing with this. This is the under eye cream. This is what smells good. This is the soap you want to use. This is the exfoliating pad. You're on board now. Get on board with us. Yeah, I'm using the same soap on my face and dick. You are, often oh. at the same time. That's oh. how big it is. Don't lie to the internet, you're, Jeff. Sometimes you'll just soap up your dick and just slap your own face with it, won't you? <laughs> Don't lie to the internet, Jeff. Yeah. Don't lie to the internet. That's all right. I think they already saw through that one, but I feel oh, like, oh, 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 I see how it is. Well, you had a penis big enough to slap your own face. I doubt it. They're just saying I'm not Joe Rogan flexible. Got it. You've definitely tried to suck your own cock, though, right? Oh, as a teenager, yeah. yeah me I'm, too, me too. Did you ever succeed? Fuck no. I, got, I can get foreskin to mouth. Well, good thing you're not an American. You'd be shit out of luck. I know. Yeah, yeah. I'd be able to just do tongue to tip. <laughs> and then you'd be tonguing your urethra, which is never a fun feeling. Depends who's doing it. I'm not into having a tongue inserted into my urethra. Well, not inserted, but I mean, tickling the tip of it. I mean, there's a lot of nerve endings right there. Well, yeah, but not in the urethra. Like, it does not need to enter the hole. Well, I'm not talking about like cracking onto sounding rods. I'm just talking about, you know, some light, a light tickle, a little, a bit of tooven throat, throat singing. Oh, I'm, that's fine. But uh, I've definitely had women who have gone down and would like try to t treat, uh, treat the tip of my dick like it was a clit. And like, yo. Really? I mean, this is much younger when what? they probably didn't have as much experience giving head as they probably do these days. You never know. Maybe that was all the experience they had. Maybe they no, never did it again. They're like, why does this feel weird? It feels like I'm tongue in a clit. This is strange. Well, thankfully, we're not together anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. Do you, do you want love, Matt? Do you want to be in love with someone and be together with them forever? See, we've done the sexual stuff now. Now I'm moving on to the heartfelt stuff. I know. I love that you've just taken over the podcast. Bro, I'm, you know, what, someone's got to do it, Matt. <laughs> you know, someone's got to lead this conversation. So, someone's someone's got to take over someone's the show. Someone's got to get that content in in the next, you know, 10 minutes. So, <laughs> but I'm serious because I, you know, we, we, I, I imagine every person on this planet would like to find love and companionship. But also a lot of people 
are very happy living single lives and living lives not in a committed relationship. I often... Well, they don't believe in monogamy or whatever it happens to be. So. Well, I mean, monogamy, monogamy and love are two separate things. Absolutely. There's different forms of love. Would you like to be in a committed relationship, a monogamous committed relationship? I say I do. And then my actions say I don't. So you get in one and then you start having sex with other people? No, I've never cheated on anyone. Oh, I've cheated on loads of partners. Hmm? Oh, I was just like fucking insecure, I think. So I cheated on most of the partners I was with and then I only ever dated like a handful of women. Actually, I slept with tons and I was like very, uh, I did a documentary about sex addiction back in the UK for the BBC years ago called Confessions of a Sex Addict. And it was basically like me trying to revisit, I think at that time, it was quite a few years ago, but I, it was, I was trying to revisit like 500 ex-partners and see how many of them I could reach out to and see if I was ever going to have a relationship. Which the irony being, whilst I was recording that, I was in a committed relationship with a woman with a child she had from a previous relationship raising a daughter. So I was already doing it. But then, you know, TV, it's not what it seems, is it? No, not at all. Anyway, so, but I think um, there's just there was just a point where I went, this is, this is all, this means, none of this shit means anything. It all, it's just, it doesn't mean anything. This sex doesn't mean Oh, anything. 100% it doesn't. These casual relationships don't mean anything. They don't mean anything. They don't feel any joy for me anymore. And they cost money, time, energy, and effort because I always have an emotional connection, even with people that I was just fucking casually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I mean, I can definitely have sex with people and not have any connection. I like to I like to like the people I fuck. I like to enjoy the company. I like to connect with them. I and wish I had that problem because there's definitely people who are like shortly after orgasm, like, why am I here? Oh, well then, yeah. But the, see, that has got to be one of the worst feelings to have after sexually being intimate with someone. Even if you're just casually fucking, just afterwards, just being like, oh, why the fuck did I do that? Why am I? That's oh, no, when the, you know you got a problem. The the worst was like sobering up inside someone and be like, why am I here? Like while I was still- Sobering up halfway through sex with someone. Yeah, and being like, why am I fucking this person? I mean, I still finished, but- and I, then, I don't know if that's worse or better. I mean, I, I was pot committed, as the poker players say at that point. And you weren't, yeah, you weren't trying to make her feel rejection, maybe. And No, no, I was just trying to get off, because I was already there. Okay. I mean, I, and then she proved in the morning that she was a shit person on top of it. I'm like, why? What happened? Oh, I've told this story on air a bunch of times. We were in Spain at my buddy's wedding, and shortly after we finished- you took this person to the wedding? No. She was another guest, and- with this destination wedding, we had a villa in Spain, and I was staying at the villa where the wedding happened. Right. And pretty much I w was destined to hook up with one of the bridesmaids through the whole course of the whole trip. Her and I were flirting, and it was going to be great. And then the night of the wedding, we both got so drunk, we lost each other. She went and, like, passed out in some bushes. I passed out on a pool table for a while. When I came to, I came upstairs, and, like, the party was still going. This other girl was hitting on my buddy. And I don't really recall how I closed the deal, but I, within five to 10 minutes of coming back upstairs, her and I were back in my room. And then, you know, that went. And then as I was. Yeah. And then I started to sober while I was inside her. I'm like, why am I here? Finished up. And I'm like, finishing up. I'm going to crash out. And she's like, I'm going to go back to the party. I'm like, cool, have fun. She's like, let me grab one of your shirts. I'm like, nah. Nah, that's, nah. 
Grab your she uncle. wanted to show everyone that she just had sex with you, mate. Oh, yeah, no, she grabbed one of them. think maybe she didn't like the other girl that you were flirting with, and maybe it was a way to get... Uh, I don't uh, fucking know. Women uh. do things like that, and um, I think men, men are, men are uh, cheating and uh, emotionally abusive pieces of shit as a gross generalization. And women are emotionally um, uh, uh, manipulating and can be very... Um, yeah, uh, they can be very vindictive towards other women sexually. The number of women who... It doesn't happen anymore because if anyone tried now, I'd just loudly tell them to go fuck themselves. Like, really. No, women don't hit on me in front of my girlfriend anymore, but I've definitely had women try and slide into DMs and shit like that. I'm like, you fucking... Are you an idiot? Look at my shit. Look at my content. Look at what she's I She's right I'm here. talking about... Now, also, just like, even if she's not... It's like I make such a big public display of how much. Well, I'm no, I meant like China. virtually. She's right here. Absolutely. Also, yeah, exactly. And also, just like in general, though, like I'm very vocal about my love for my girlfriend, and um, women still try and fucking slide in. You know. Well, it's the whole thing of like wearing a wedding ring is an aphrodisiac to some women. Yeah, it's interesting though, isn't it? Because we're making gross generalizations, and not true of everyone. But I have seen for all of the um the movement you know the uh the feminist movement um progressing as it has and in some in some ways in brilliant fashions like i love feminism i love the uh equality of women equal to those of men in, you know financial um uh, uh you know uh, financial social and um economic rights equals those of men i love that and i want that to happen for all women i think that's that should have happened eons ago um and then there's toxic femininity uh, feminism which is you know re really just you know, a hatred of men, like really just like, how can I, how can I use social climate to further my own agendas, you know? And um, how do you differentiate between those two things? It's so hard in this day and age because people don't present their true selves, you know, hard. But then, I mean, men, we've been fucking the world up for about a few extra thousand years, haven't we? So really, kind of what we do. Point, yeah, at this point, we can't really blame women for some of them being toxic, and scummy because you go well yeah that's all right i mean like they probably earned that well yeah <laughs> considering the, the they probably earned it in a very personal fashion they have probably had shit men around them there you go who fucked them up and now they're like right let me own her other people and in a lot of cases it's not even a conscious decision to go fuck other people up oh no in a lot of cases it is yeah no, it definitely is. i mean in some cases it is but there are plenty of cases where it's not sure i just don't believe anyone anymore about anything I don't believe the way most people talk. I don't believe how any um, artists online of any kind, whether they're comedians, actors, singers, uh, doesn't matter, rappers, fucking podcasters. Yeah, that sports uh, icons. I just don't believe. Actually, sports, they're a bit more raw, a bit more real because they, they can. They can get away with saying what they're feeling. But I just don't think people in entertainment, excuse me, say what they think or feel anymore. And that's why we have so much um disconnect you know if people were more transparent and honest like you know hold your hands up own your own failures but then move beyond them keep growing and then also when someone else is being a fucking bell ends let them know i don't know man there's just too much fucking money involved i want to write the wrongs of all the world and it's i can't do it i don't have there's too much business in show business it's the problem too much business in show business i understand what you're saying yeah we become we, we were talked about this last week actually we touched on it the idea of Spending so much time focused on the business side, the business acumen side of chasing clout, likes, engagement, views, blah, 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 blah. And it, it drains us of more and more. We're basically all 
um, freelance advertise advertisers these days. We're 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 fucking we're the salesman of Tupperware. We're Tupperware salesmen, except we're the Tupperware. Money, except we're the Tupperware. Yeah, we're selling to ourselves and others, and people are coercing us to do that constantly. And ninety percent of us are oblivious to it. And that's 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 heartbreaking. So you know, what are you going to do? How do we how do we move beyond this, Matt? We how don't. Do we, we just keep do we doing this. All right. Well, how do we how do we put a button on this? A positive button on this. There's a positive button. It's got to be a positive button. I mean, button. we could be doing a lot worse things with our lives. Here's what I think. I mean, we could be. We could absolutely be doing. Oh no, we're doing great things. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I don't think the the creation of art is about is a wasted um, endeavor. But the way we're going about it, we're, there's so many worse things we could be doing in our lives. People who are listening to this right now could be doing some job that they fucking despise, that they're being underpaid no, for. Being- so did I, and so did you. We've yeah. all done jobs that we hated, and then you work hard, and you dedicate yourself, and you get ambitious, and you develop, and you train, and you learn. And, you and there's do- some, but there is some luck, fucking luck to it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, of course, luck or nepotism. Either you need to have nepotism. Well, or nepoti- you nepotism is luck. That means you. No, 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 it's not. It is because you just got fucked into that existence. That's lucky. Eh, no, no, no. Well, sure. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're two different definitions. Though. I mean, it's a very different thing that, hey, my dad is this or my mum is this. And that's why I but, am now incredibly successful as an actor or a musician. I mean, but that, that's luck that you happen to be born into that family. Sure, sure, sure. All right. It Look is. Him. He's so pedantic, isn't he, viewers? He's so pedantic. He's looking at him getting a little facetious. Eh? I think you'll find, actually. Not, that's your voice. That's your voice. I, I see that. You sound British to me. I think you'll actually find. Um, excuse me. Wait, can you put your glasses down on your nose and then push them up and then tell me again? What's nepotism? No, no, but do the whole thing. Oh, so we're doing a whole bit now? Yeah, We're mostly an audio go audience. On, uh, I think you'll find that's actually luck. I, I think you'll find that's actually luck. <laughs> Perfect. So make you happy. Perfect. Yeah. I'll, I'll take my fucking Emmy now. I would have made the sun, the glasses push a little slower. I would have gone. Uh, I think you'll find. I think you'll find <laughs> that's luck. That's just luck. And also finish the push on the on the line. Uh, on the line. Lo- I'm directing you. Okay, okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Ready. I think you'll find that's just luck. Nah, you're fucking out. I'm still too, too early on the finger. Put pull the glasses down. Follow my hands. You ready? You ready? Follow my hands. You ready? I can't say, see you. Say the line. Fo- now nah, you just you'll see me move my hand. You ready? Ready? Uh, I think you'll find that's luck. I think you'll find that's, that's luck. luck. And roll your eyes a little bit. Like, <laughs> there you go. Add in a little doubt. I like that. See, that was nice improvisation right there, Matt. you got a future in acting, no worry. Hey, I'm an AVN nominee for my acting. Thank you. Amazing. And what was that for? Jews love black cock. Jews love black cock. Mm-hmm. Dead serious. That's... Best non-sex performance 2018 nominated. Well, because you're Jewish, aren't you? Uh Uh-huh. Everyone who did not have a black cock in that movie was Jewish. I mean, do you love black cock? I do not, but... You you don't I'm 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 apathetic towards black cock. So I'm assuming (laughs) the name of this movie was not... I didn't direct it. ...about you. It was about a female performer who might be Jewish. Well, it was about my many daughters. It was basically Fiddler on the Roof as a porn, and I was... All my single daughters. This is what I'm sure you and Xander Corvus talked about his shit online as well. Can I not say his real name? Uh, I, he's okay with it. He doesn't give a shit. He has the alpha on all over. But I feel like, did you call him by his real name on the podcast? No, no. It's Xander Corvus. All right. Okay. We can, you can edit that bit out. Yeah, I guess I'll have to. I, it's all right. Just take out. You'll beep it out. And then people now will be wondering. His real name is... As Jeff, as Jeff makes more post work for me. 
Um, yeah, you're gonna have to put in more beeps now. It's only two points. You'll be fine. It's it's an hour long. So I bet uh, Xander and you talked about this because obviously he's a mixed race performer, and he talks to us quite a lot, and has, he's done quite a lot of um, uh, campaigning to kind of end the really regressive racist shit and porn like for instance a title of a movie like jews love black cock i mean i feel like that is it doesn't feel very progressive does it no not necessarily but everyone involved was happy with it yeah but i don't think that the specific yeah i mean well were they or did were they just taking a paycheck because we we discovered the last time i was here i discovered how much entry-level porn actors get paid you know and i was shocked at how low that money is so maybe they're just taking a paycheck. I don't know. Hey, we won Best Comedy. Well, listen, you know what? Whilst the Jewish ladies in that movie might might love a little bit of Black Cock, I love a bit of Black Cock too. Not necessarily inside of me. I just think, you know, a good bit of cock, wherever it is, as long as it's being taken care of, as long as it's being played with consensually, as long as it's out there not hurting anyone, let that cock be a great cock. Let all cocks. What about all? Oh, don't don't! You don't want to do all cocks matter. You don't, you don't want to be an all cocks matter. No, proponent. what about all faiths love all cock? Mm, That's I'm just not true, isn't it? Probably not. Do you think there's a specific race of woman who doesn't like a specific race of man's penis? Generally, I don't know by the race. I don't want to make a nah. racial. Nah, but they did in that fucking title of that movie, didn't they? It was a fictional situational <laughs> comedy. A situational comedy. No, it wasn't. It was a porn movie called Jews Love. We Black won Cock. best comedy, goddammit. Oh my god. Well, they should have got best comedy for the fucking hilarious title that makes no sense. It's so funny. It's just because I love pornography and I do enjoy jerking off and I do enjoy watching the occasional bit of amateur porn or or sensual like nubile films do a lot of good stuff because it's more aimed towards women. So it actually feels like sex rather than just two people grinding and smashing genitals in a sort of very formulaic fashion. But I do think the racist shit needs to probably come out of porn. Oh, no, it definitely does. And this is something that I've changed my stance on, not the racism part about it, but the different rates for interracial. People uh, are paid more. Basically, women are paid more to have sex with, with a, a black, man of a different race. With a black man. Because if they're having sex with a Hispanic man or an Asian man, it's not IR. Wow. And I was previously of the opinion, back in the day, of if they're going to offer you more money take the money or you have to take more cock i guess xander's probably better hung than some of the black performers it's not more cock. i mean xander is a black performer though as well that's well, the point true true but they're just because he has very fair skin and people like give him shit about not looking like a black man he is black he's half black yeah know? yeah but at the end of the day he's not half black he's black he's black and he's white yeah he is he is he was a bad example there are other i mean not a bad example of a, a big cock because he's got a beautiful big cock. I've seen my friend's cock so many times now. Every time I go and log on there, it's like he pops up. He's probably one of the most prolific male performers, I feel like. He definitely is. But um, back to my original point, I have reversed my stance on that because it does perpetuate that shit cycle. Oh, it's, it's just another display of systemic racism. It is. But it, in pornography, isn't that ridiculous? Well, unfortunately... Everything no. has got fucking racism in it. Well, this everything's got racism, but also... Unfortunately, pornography was primarily run by Jews and Italians back in the day. And right. unfortunately, they fucking just some racist shit there. Yeah. Like as much as like Jews have been a persecuted people for since biblical fucking times, mm. old school Jews can be pretty fucking racist. Really? I mean, my cousin, 
married a black man, and my grandfather, liberal, fucking progressive Jewish man, initially said, any children formed from that union aren't my great-grandchildren. I mean, he eventually came around. So he's not liberal. He's not because this is the point. People are yeah, presenting but, uh, fucking bullshit views. Oh, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And then when something happens in their real life, you go, oh, well, here's a real test, motherfucker. Right. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I got asked by um, uh, a friend from the UK who was visiting me recently. Um, and he's a he's a black guy from London. And he, uh, he actually asked me an interesting question. He said, are your mum and dad, um, how do they feel about you? being in a loving relationship and you know potentially marrying one day a, a black woman because my girlfriend is you know jamaican and and puerto rican um and i didn't even i didn't even think uh, now first of all my parents don't give a solitary fuck you know they want to see me with someone who loves me and who i love they both love my girlfriend already and they've not even met her in person yet you know just facetime calls every weekend and stuff so they're already like madly in love with my girlfriend probably more than me but the uh yeah, I hadn't even thought about it. You go, well, actually, you know, were there, were there when I was a child, was systemic racism part of my day to day? Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm, I've already reviewed and owned my own, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, um, uh, being, um, fuck, when you are, when you are actively involved in that thing without being directly involved, when you're, you're, you let it happen, you know, and that makes complicit. Yeah. I've, I've accepted my complicit stance in systemic racism from when I was a kid, right? I definitely said racist things when I was a little kid uh, to try and hurt because it was taboo and stuff. That's how I understand these 11-year-olds who shout the N-word in the fucking death comms. Now, I never did that because... It didn't exist. Oh, I mean, death comms in video games didn't exist, but the N-word existed. But I didn't say that because my mom and dad taught me that that was wrong. Well, and also, you might have to get punched in the face over it back in the day too. Sure, sure, sure. You get punched in the face now if you say shit, and rightly so. Well, but, also, but rightly so. But in fact, I'll be more likely to punch you than a black guy right now because the black guy will probably get arrested, whereas I'll get away with it. So, you know, it's crazy, isn't it? But the, um, yeah, nah, the, um, the concept of, um, I never used those kinds of words, but I definitely said racially insensitive things when I was younger. I definitely was guilty as a tiny kid of, of occasionally making comments or, you know, oh, kids doing weird voices or mocking someone's voice or whatever shit like that. Absolutely. When I was a child. Then you grow up a little bit and you mature and you realize that shit's wrong or you're taught right from wrong or, or hopefully it happens in the home, which you did with me. But then I also look back and go, well, how many other times have I been complicit of systemic racist thought? Have I ever crossed the road when I've seen a group of black guys coming towards me when I was a kid? Yeah, absolutely. Have I done this? Have I done that? Have I watched my my belongings when I was younger? But now, I don't feel like that anymore. I don't feel those things anymore. I don't act in that way anymore because I would like to consider myself a proper ally who's understanding, um, if not, even though I can't experience it firsthand, understanding of the situation that people of color have gone through in every country, but you know, predominantly the Western world, right? Um. But yeah, you have to. I think you have to be open and review and hold yourself accountable for everything you've done. But then that means if you've done that and you know, all right, I'm anti-racist. I'm an anti-race person. What that means is not just going, I won't say racist shit. I won't feel racist things. I'm going to work on not thinking racist thoughts when I'm in the car or when I'm walking down the subway or when someone bumps into me or says something or does something culturally different to me that is offensive to me, whatever. I won't immediately think about the race or the culture. It's not just that. It's also actively calling that shit out. And that's, again, that's, that's, I've offended plenty of white people now just by even talking about racism. They just don't want to hear it. They don't want to, don't want to know it exists.
They just want to be in their safe bubble of like, but uh, that doesn't apply to me. So what do I have to hear about? I don't think like that. I don't think like that. Yeah, it's not. It's it's like, "Mm, yeah, but are you sure? Yeah. Jews love black cocks. Real title of a real porno film. Yep, real award-winning porno film. And that was award-winning and released three years ago. Uh Uh-huh. Fucking hell, mate. Yeah, it's a real thing. Wow. I wonder, wait until the SJW movement gets stuck into pornography. Have they done that yet? Are they going after porn actors yet? No, I don't think they have. No, because they know that porn actors, just like, you know, there's a reason why the SJW movement and cancel culture um champions you know people who like to people who don't have anything going on for themselves so their desire is to cause drama and end other people's careers those particular people um know that they they don't go after rappers they don't really go after oh rappers occasionally no no they've definitely gone after rappers young young rappers now they're going after young rappers i mean how old's the baby young no he's he's not that young fucking 20s mate is he yeah he's got to be in his 20s so they go after they go after younger musicians, and a lot of those rappers are not even real fucking rappers. I mean, the baby's forty nine, so yeah, so he's still in his twenties. Um, I think you'll find that. Sorry, sorry, he's, sorry. I was fact checking things during the fucking. I, well, I'm sorry that my facts were correct. Barely, um, barely. I'm sorry that when I said in his twenty eyes, I was one hundred percent correct. By a contest, as I push my glasses. By a But literally. 100% correct, though, right? Yes. Thank you. That's what I just want to hear you say. It. Um, well, you just wanted to hear me say yes? I wanted to hear you acknowledge that I was 100% correct in my statement. You were. You were. Right. He's not that young, though. His brain is fully formed. Oh, I'm not saying he shouldn't know better than being a fucking homophobic piece of shit. I'm, I'm, I don't think that's true of any all these fucking idiot rappers that do shit like this. They're just, uh, but they're also not afforded an education to understand gay people. You know, they, they ostracize them in their communities. They treat them like shit. They beat the shit out of them. They're violent towards them. And he's like, it's not a good thing being a, a gay guy, I imagine, in a, in a fucking ghetto or a project. That's not a great place to be. But um, the interesting thing is, what was that? Was that a mute button on the whole way through? No, no, no. The, oh, thank God for that. No, no. The, the, that is the audio return so the computer cannot play music back into our headphones. Nice. Okay, perfect. I should have turned that off a while ago and I saw a pop-up pop-up and I'm like, oh shit, I hope this doesn't play a tone across. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I know. We probably I would have played it off. Dong, dong, dong. Would have made a little music out of it. But it wouldn't have been on the recording anyways. It just would have been in our headsets. But we got to wrap this up because I've, I've been here for a long time now. So, And i got to get back to my girlfriend who's waiting for date night. It's already too oh. late. I'm going to get in trouble when I get home. I already know that. Well, okay. It's worth it because I love her. Oh, I thought you loved me. I thought that's why it's worth it. Yes. I mean, we were just talking about hot, steamy love. I mean, but- I do love you as a friend, but I don't know if I love you enough to want to incur the wrath of my girlfriend. I mean, you can put her on the phone with me. I'll explain it. I, uh, yeah, I think the reason that these SJWs just don't go after uh, predominantly like established rappers, for instance, or they don't ever go for sports stars. You know, it's that never really go for the sports stars because those people just don't give a fuck because they know that their audience, their fan base doesn't give a fuck. That's yeah, the but, but do you think your audience actually gives a fuck? Absolutely. Yeah, I have a lot of progressive people in my audience. I have a huge amount of uh diverse characters in my in my hardcore fan base like half my moderation team is female um but that doesn't mean they actually give a fuck no but a third of them are lgbtqi plus i got vets in there i got like uh people of of different cultures races religions so they do give a fuck about progressive attitude and equality of thought and behavior and social moral uh, moral uh, social uh morals and ethics however they are also balanced to understand 
the difference between someone spreading hate speech and someone cussing out a troll or making a joke about you know their own culture or whatever blah 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 you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm not gonna sit here and list off oh no things. come on let's list them all off when let's... it's okay to make jokes but you know it's always okay to make jokes sure if they're funny and if the if you've read the yeah no no if they're funny context. if they're fucking funny that's yeah, context as well a lot of people make shock humor just to be shocking these days you know <laughs> is that you do you make shock humor for shocks value so occasionally what was the most shocking thing you've actually i can't ask you this let's wrap it up <laughs> i gotta get out matt i gotta go and do stuff Gotta go do stuff. Yeah, I gotta go and get told off by my girlfriend for being an hour and a half late. You're not an hour and a half late. Well, I thought we were starting at seven. It's... Well, I mean, we were going to start at seven. Then the chicken took a while and, yeah, the, and sent out the studio. That, yeah. that took a bit. It was done by the time the chicken got here. It was good timing. We should have eaten the chicken on the podcast, Matt. No, no one wants to hear a smacking chicken Can into the guys, fucking microphone. Do me a favor, listeners, dear listener, put a little reply underneath the uh, YouTube video or, or send Matt a little direct message on Matt. Slayer at um Do not give my email address out. Matt Slayer at Jews Love Black Dicks dot com for Black Cox. Oh, Black. is it Cox? Sorry, don't I don't get I'm gonna look this shit up when I get home. Yeah. I don't believe is that genuinely a I will thing? when I we get like off air. If, I feel like you're trolling me. When we get off air, I will show you me Oh, your scene. I want to see your scene. Oh yeah. no, but I'll show you me accepting the best comedy award at the fucking AVNs in 2018. Amazing. Yeah, 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 you can. That would be great. I might have been there, by the way. 2018. Yep. Uh, AVNs in Vegas. Yes. Uh, I was there with Cherie and Danny Daniels. Okay. Were you at the award show? Yeah. Then you probably saw me accept a goddamn award. Oh, I didn't watch any of the thing. <laughs> I was smoking weed and I was cracking jokes and I was being funny. I was looking around the room going, oh, oh. Ugh. just seeing how much power makeup and soft filters can do for so many people, male and female. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Porn actors are generally, I'm not really that into them. Some of them are stunningly beautiful people. Some in are life. incredible. Oh, no, no. More beautiful personalities than aesthetics. Oh, and some of them are both. Definitely both. Yeah, a few. Some, some are definitely much more personality. Some of them are fucking ugly people, though, aren't they? Mm -hmm. I don't even mean aesthetically. I mean just like evil that's all walks of life though all yeah. all walks of entertainment so the only way around it is to not be part of this life so we need to work together as a human race to become completely unified to explore the cosmos to go off and reach a higher level of understanding um and existence to the point where we are all enlightened and we can float around the cosmos yeah that's just never happening well i mean if, if you talk about it like that man it won't it won't all right well i hope it does ladies and gentlemen if you want to help that happen can you do me a favor and go check out my website, jeffreyleach.com. I'm currently doing a fundraiser, crowdfunding for my comedy special. You should spell it because I you know sometimes you Brits spell Jeffrey's weird. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Not G-E-O. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y-L-E-A-C-H. Not Joffrey. Jeffreyleach.com. And there's uh, yeah, some information on there, some videos, and there's a fundraiser for my comedy spectacular, actually. It's not a special. Instead of doing a 60-minute one, I'm going to do a 90-minute spectacular. It's going to have... You know, the usual 45 minutes of written material is going to have about 20 minutes of crowd work, improvised crowd work with the audiences in New York at the Comedy Cellar and Los, uh, Los Angeles at the um, at the Westside Comedy Theater. It's going to have a rap music video because I'm a big lover of rap music and I like freestyling and creating music on my streams. It's going to have an RC505 Boss Loop Station track. It's going to have a couple of sketches and maybe some animation as well. Wait, Jeff, are you becoming a rapper so they can't call you out anymore? Yes. 
Yes, I'm gonna I figured become, out your plan. I'm going to become the most prolific rapper, and then I'm going to say nothing offensive. I'm just going to say offensive shit to other rappers. That's a that's a dangerous play there. Yeah, I think most of them are pussies, though. To be fair, I think the the old school rappers they they're OGs. There's a lot of real gangsters in it. Look at Takashi Six Nine, man. Come on, look at him. Part of a gang, snitches on his whole fucking gang, does a deal with the FBI, gets out of jail, and no one's fucking shot him. No one's, he, and he, what, why, 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 why? Because that edge is gone. That edge is gone from rap music. People are getting shot now, but you know who's shooting rappers now? Gangsters. Real criminals shoot them because they say something dumb or fucking off uh, <clears throat> about one of their gangs or one of their groups or, or whatever. Like poor Pop Smoke just flashing cash and then... Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, or going, hey, I'm going to turn up to this place and buy a, a, a fucking car with half a mil in fucking bills that I've got in the back of my car. And then, surprise, surprise, they get robbed at the location. It's like, well, fucking you idiot. You know, stupidity is resulting in love. But it's not, it's not rappers shooting other rappers. It's fucking gangsters robbing rappers, posers. That's what it is. Studio gangsters. Studio gangsters, mate. Yeah, turn it on for the fucking studio. Speaking of which, Jeff, before you run, where can they find you on the socials? Where can they find you? Jeff Leach on everything. J E F L E A C H on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook gaming. I'm Jeff Leach comedian. And on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash Jeff Leach TV. Loads of content up there, loads of gaming content. I do six live streams a week, broadcasting Monday through Saturday. Got stand-up shows coming up in Las Vegas and in LA. I'll be out in New York in the new year. Uh, got a new animated series coming out called Road of Vengeance. Check out roadofvengeance.com if you want to have a little peek at the trailer and see my character Guan, the lead character, one of the two leads. I'm performing with a fantastic woman named Tiffany Wu, who's a brand new talent as well. She's playing the other lead. Uh, but it's got like Sulu's in it, Lieutenant Sulu's in it. George Takai, isn't it? Nice. Yeah, man. As well as a few other like really established voice actors from major animated series and video games and stuff like myself <laughs> much more famous than me and um a tv series called we got this that hopefully will be hitting a network soon apparently they're doing a deal right now for 10 episodes so we'll see uh but yeah spectacular that's what i want people to go and check out if they don't, don't mind jeffreyleach.com see what's available and there's loads of perks and kickbacks signed t-shirts limited edition prints tickets to the shows exec producer roles associate producer roles thank you for enough this. money jeff may suck your dick and yeah, I mean, if you look, if you're a if you're a beautiful Jewish man and you've got a what black if you have a, friend with well, a big cock, I was, yeah, I was about I, to say you can't let, neglect the big black cock. Maybe there. we can make the sequel to Matt's starring movie that he shot three years ago. We were won an award three years ago. There you go. I want to see it after this. All right, thank right. you, man. Appreciate you, brother, Jeff. And then, as always, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer. You can find the podcast at andnowwedrink.com. And and now we drink underscore on Twitter. I fucked that up, but it's okay. Drink up, motherfuckers. Drink up, motherfuckers.